Hello and welcome back to Daydream Believers. I'm Elle. And I'm Elle. This is a podcast where we talk about music, mindset, and mental health. I'm a life coach who loves to listen to music made prior to the 2010s. And I'm a stay-at-home mum who also enjoys rock music, but I dabble into other things too. You dabble. I dabble. You know what, Elle? I don't want to be just about the rock. But but rock, though. Yeah, but rock, though. But rock! Rock! How are you going, Elle? I'm going pretty well. Pretty mm-hmm. well, Elle. I have had a very busy week, but a busy. productive week. Oh, don't you love that? Mm-hmm. It's been nice. How about That's you? Good. How's your week been? You know what? I will say uh, ditto. Oh, yes. Because I have also had a very busy yet productive week. Mm. Although I have also somehow managed to fit in watching like the Toy Story movies lately. Nice. Toy Story 2. Have you watched Toy Story 2 in a while? <laughs> Not in a while, but I've obviously watched Toy Story 2. This is one scene where Woody, you know how his arm falls off? Mm-hmm. This is one scene where Newman from Seinfeld. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think of his name. I can't think of, can't think of anything. Something but Knight. Him, yes. I think something Knight is his name. Oh, Maybe. yes. Mm. I, something I like yeah, that. Something, something like, like that. that. Anyway, his character in Toy Story Two hires someone to fix Woody yeah. and to repaint him because he's a little bit scuffed here and there, a little bit dirty because Woody's an old toy. Mm-hmm. And watching that scene, I think I've actually watched it about five times within the last day. Oh, it's so satisfying though. Oh, I remember you that. You know what it is? It's the music. It's... Dun, 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 dun. But seeing, it's like almost like ASMR, but not like visual yes, ASMR. Yes. You know what it is? It's the part where he gets the cotton bud. Yeah. And he cleans his eyeball. And you can hear the... Yeah. <laughs> And you can see the part where it's shiny compared to where it's not. Damn, Pixar know how to make a movie, man. They know how to make a movie. Yeah. It's really satisfying. It really is. I'm thinking about, don't they like sew him at one point, like a little bit? Yeah, he sews his arm back on. Yeah. You know, and then they spray paint his head. Yes. Oh, and the part where he gets the paintbrush. Oh. And he just does one swipe on his boot. Yes. To cover up the Andy. Oh, that made me it's sad, sad though, that part. But, but it looks good. Yeah, it definitely it looks, looks bloody good. He's looking fresh. He looks very fresh. See, I was, I remember mm. when that movie came out, all anyone my age, obviously I was like, what, five, six? <laughs> <laughs> all, on anyone, the streets. Oh, on the streets. <laughs> everyone was loving Jesse, man. They were frothing the Jesse. I was just not a massive fan. Look, I love the actress, mm-hmm. Joan Cusack. Oh, love, love the actress. Love her in School of Rock. Oh. And I love her in the Adams Family movie. Excellent Adams Family movie. You know what? I love her as like a tiny cameo. Uh, 16 Candles. Oh, shit. I haven't seen that in years. Yeah, she's like the girl, the creepy girl on the bus there. Oh, just so perfect. She's for so good. And she's got that voice like, hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just imagining her as on School of Rock. Man, I love School of Rock. Yeah, we mention oh, it all the time, but movie. I really love that movie. Yes, yes, oh. yes. But Buzz is where it's at for me. Buzz. There's a new Buzz movie coming out. I'm pretty sure. Yes, I'm very excited. Yes. Voiced by Chris Evans. <gasps> love a good wow. Chris Evans voice. Yes, but it's love a good Chris Evans. Toy. Yes, very toy. Yes. Like a toy. <laughs> <laughs> I just since we've mentioned Goldmember Doctor Evil a few times. On, yes. I just want to mention, did you see that picture of Amber Heard dressed exactly like Dr. Yes, I, yes, I died. did. Oh, yes, so I did. Good. I oh my god, myself. that's gold. 
Oh my god, bless Dr. Evil. He's bloody hilarious. That was a great movie. Great movie. I just want to add this in. I think one of my favorite scenes in Goldmember Mm -hmm. is when Nigel Powers is hugging Dr. Evil because... You know, you find out that that's his son. Yeah. And he's like, it's okay, Ducky. <laughs> and Dr. Evil's like, Ducky? <laughs> and then five seconds later, he's like, I'm Ducky! I know. I'm Ducky! <laughs> oh. Oy, yes. I love that movie so much. Yep, it's great. Oh, they raised me to be evil, you know, that old chestnut. <laughs> I love that. That one line, I'm like, I love that. <laughs> oh. Shall we get on to the formalities, Al? We shall. We, we shall. shall. So what we like to do in this podcast is talk about what was number one in music history this week. Mm-hmm. Now, Elle, I've got some doozies for Doozies. Schneeblaze. Speaking of School of Rock. Mm-hmm. In 1985, Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds was number one. Oh, that song mm. reminds me of Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. But Breakfast. then it also reminds me of this one episode of Futurama where the oh. only record Fry has is Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. Interesting. Yeah. I wish I was more of a fan of Futurama. I wish I was. I, I was just obsessed with Fox 8 at that stage yes. where it was like just Simpsons, Simpsons Futurama, Futurama, American Dad, King family of the Hill. Guy, Dude, yeah. King of the Hill. Oh, Family Guy as well, yeah. yeah. King of the Hill. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Dang it, Bobby. I love it. <laughs> you did that voice very well. <laughs> I like when that guy, you can't understand anything he says, like, bomb, bomb, bomb. God, yes. But the song is good. Yeah, such a great song. Yeah, great song. You just want to, like, pump your arm up, like in Breakfast Club, and just freeze. Yeah, freeze at the end. Yeah. In 1999, Livin' La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin was number one. Ooh, what a song. What a song. What a song. Oh, he was such a gorgeous man. Was, is. <laughs> yeah, dead. he's a very gorgeous man. Yeah. This actually was my song lyrics of my Instagram yes. bio at one stage. Yes. And it's living the crazy life or living like the life or something like that. Is that what living la vida loca means? Yeah, when you translate it on Instagram. So yeah. Oh, living the crazy life. Oh, yes. I'd say we're all living la vida loca then. Yes. Yes, we are. In some way. Since we're bringing up movies every time we're bringing up songs. Yeah. This one reminds me of Shrek 2. Oh, <laughs> I think it reminds everyone of. I really hope so. Yeah. Because it's the it's the credits when, you know, they're going through which actor plays which character. And it's the part where John Cleese plays the king. And it's got oh, the push and pull. And his character's like, la, la, la. Anyway. I like when, isn't it the giant gingerbread man? He's like, live, 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 Yes. Oh, so good. Gingin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to our audience, I really hope you understand all my references today. <laughs> or else you're going to have no idea what we're talking about. Oh, so cute. In 2009, Boom Boom Pow by the Black Peas was number one. What a song. That was a jam. Was that like a comeback song for them a little bit? Yeah, they had their original kind of, I'm going to say CDs. Yes. The original <laughs> CDs. Jesus, how old are you? Nearly yeah. 30? But, like, the original sound, like, shut up, just shut up, shut up. And then the boom, boom, pow, I got a feeling phase was, like, a couple years later. Damn, both amazing times. But I I loved me some boom, boom, pow. Black Eyed Peas has always been pretty consistent. Consistent. Very consistent, yes. Such a shame that they're not 
doing more songs. I know. I wish that they would. We should find out why. Yeah. I want to deep dive into that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We will deep dive into this. What we also like to do on the podcast is tell you who you share a birthday with now. If you were born on the 17th of September, you share a birthday with Anastasia. Damn. Oh, no. How it really feels. To be left outside What a song. I love her voice. I love her voice. She was one yeah. of my... I think when I was in primary school, I used to consistently say, Anastasia's my favourite singer. That's funny because me too. And also Shakira. Oh, dude, And they same. have like the same kind of full talk like this. Yeah. <laughs> dude, and those sunglasses she used to wear everywhere. Damn. Yes, yes. They're so 90s. So love. It's so Anastasia. With like the blue glass. Yeah, or it, like the, she sometimes would wear like brown ones that yeah, faded into clear. Yeah, Loved it. Love it. Oh. I feel like those are coming back. They're definitely coming back. Yeah, I'm all for it. Me too. Mm. Damn, she's just a very talented woman. I think she's she was on The Masked Singer this year in really? Australia, actually. As in she performing? Was, yeah, I think she was one of the ca- characters. Unless I just suspected she was one of the characters, I could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain because she was. Because how can you not pick up on her voice straight away? She would have hidden it. Slightly hidden it. Interesting. Yeah, they can sing in other voices. Can they? People are talented, my friend. Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking about us mm. and how untalented we are. Speak for oh, yourself, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember being a kid and this is going to be a throwback for you, but you remember sitting in Sanity and listening to headphones in Sanity? Oh, yes. Oh, after school, that was like my thing. Yes. And I remember specifically With listening- a Wendy's hot dog? Oh, dude, yes. In. Yes. Putting on those headphones and playing like Anastasia, I'm out of love. Set me free. And me putting on that voice out loud yes. in the middle of Sanity and being like, oh, God. Like, taking them off and being like, <laughs> everyone heard me try and impersonate Anastasia and yes. I'm like seven. Ay. Yes, yes. It also, I feel like we need to cut out every time I say, reminds me of, because I'm going to reference something now. Reminds me of Jack from Will and Grace, where he's yeah. listening to the share CD at one of those headphone things. Oh my God, and yes. he runs into someone. Yes, anyway. Turn back to we have a great episode for you guys today it is all about breakups and breakup songs yes it is yeah we go through tips on how to move on from a breakup it is very hard but you know what we can all get through this together exactly we've all been there we've all been there and we coincide our tips with lots of great songs that you can listen to under your doona crying Mm -hmm. great songs great songs before we get to that we're going to go on a quick break but before we do, I'm going to ask that you please follow us on whatever platform you are using to listen to us, especially if you're new here. Hello. 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 Welcome. 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 We also want to mention something called Buy Me A Coffee. Now, I will leave it in the description down below, but what it is, is you can click on the link and it will take you to a website where you can donate the amount of a cup of coffee to us. To the podcast. To the podcast. And it would go towards... Helping us bring better quality shows. Yes, be great, guys. Not a request. If it's there, if you want to, you don't want to, don't even look at it. Don't even look don't at even. it. Don't even. Don't even. Reverse psychology. Don't even look at it. Don't even look at it. Okay? Please. Don't do it. Don't do it then. Yeah. <laughs> please do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it, please. All right. We're going to take that break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about breakup songs. Yes, indeed. So we're back, and um, today we're talking about how to deal with a breakup. We've all been there. We've all had that feeling of being heartbroken. Yeah. Whether it was in a serious relationship long-term or whether it was something short-term, 
just a crush being you friend zoned. Yeah, exactly. We've all been there and it's not a fucking fun feeling, is it? No, it's not. It's not fucking fun, as you say. Yeah, it's fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not a fun feeling. No. Um, something about breakups is like that feeling of a heartbreak. It can feel like a physical pain. It does feel like someone is ripping your heart. Yeah, out you your can chest. feel the feeling. Yeah. It is like debilitating. Yeah. And that feeling that comes with that, it's, it can come because of a feeling of rejection. It can come because you're essentially grieving the loss of somebody you love. Yeah. And someone that is no longer in your life. And a lot of people will find that they're grieving the fact that they've lost their partner, but they also might be grieving the fact that they've lost their schedule. They may not know what Mm, to do with themselves. Their routine. Yeah, their routine is completely out of whack, especially if you live with that person or there's someone that you saw quite frequently. Mm. You had your own little routine with them. I find that dealing with a breakup is something that a lot of people struggle with and a lot of people will find themselves in a place where it's hard to pull yourself out of that out of that phase. Yeah. It can lead you straight into a depression cycle if you don't deal with it in a way that's 100%. helping you move through it. Yeah. 100%. So the question we want to ask ourselves is how do you mend a broken heart? L. So before we talk about how we actually mend a broken heart, I want to bring up a song. Yes. That's called How Do You Mend a Broken Heart by L Green. Mm-hmm. This is a great starting point of a song to listen to when you are going through a breakup because you question, you question things. How do you mend a broken heart? And to ask that question mm-hmm. is how do you stop the sun from shining? How do you stop the rain from falling? Yeah. These are all lyrics from the song. Basically saying, who knows, it's hard to mend a broken heart. It's different for everyone. Not everything works for the same person. And that's what this song is really about because Al Green is essentially asking, what makes the world go round? Don't know how to answer that question. I really like what you had to say yeah. just then, yeah. So. Because, yeah, it is different for every single person and it is just a part of life. It's a part of what yeah. makes us human. We have moments of heartache. We have moments of extreme, like, love and passion. Mm. And one of them would not be anything without the other. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. When I like to think about how to overcome heartache, Yep. A lot of the time I try and look back at the things that I've seen my clients, myself, my friends in the past do that didn't help. Yes. And I think about that stuff a bit more. Myself personally, I, when I was younger, I had. (laughs) It's always that. Oh, God damn it, your younger self. (laughs) I was, I wore my heart on my sleeve. Me too, Elle. And I, the first time I've ever fallen in love, and I'm going to say I was actually in love. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just like a petty little teenage romance. I was genuinely in love with this person from about the age of 15. Yeah. And I was heartbroken mm. when things ended and I was destroyed because I felt like I lost my best friend. Yeah. I felt like everything that I had pictured, everything I had imagined for my future kind of was completely crumbled in that moment. Yeah. And a song that I consistently went back to in those moments were, was Hanging by a Moment by Lifehouse. Oh, my God. I played that nonstop. I love that song. Because the song reminds you of, like, the positive times, right? You're yeah. looking at everything through through rose-colored glasses when you've yeah. broken up with someone. You forget about, like, the things that were not so amazing. You forget about the things that were that, – that may have been little red flags or signs yeah. that things wouldn't have worked out. And instead you focus on, but this happened and this moment happened and we had this fantastic moment mm. and you focus on all of those things. And that's so amazing. And it, and honestly, it helped me get through things because I looked at things from a very positive output. 
Yeah. But it also kept me holding on to something mm. and hanging on to something that was no longer serving me, was no longer meant to be in my life. Yeah. So I really resonate with that song because it was really nice to cry too, don't get me wrong. Oh. It was nice to feel the feeling that I was feeling and have a song relate to it. Mm. But it also is a good reminder when I listen to it now that I don't need to hang on to every single moment. I don't need to look at everything through rose-colored glasses. I think it's just a, a good reminder to me that you can have amazing moments with people, but it doesn't mean that that's the right person for you. It means that that was a person for you in that time. And yeah, that you're okay. It's right. okay to move on, yeah. Um, 100% it's okay. Yeah. So really wanted to bring up that song because it was something that resonated with me quite strongly. Yeah. Anything else? Anything that you've done in the past, Elle, that you feel like was not helpful when you were trying to get to yes, a breakup? Yes, stalking. Oh, yes. <laughs> 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 when I mean stalking, I mean stalking on social media. Hmm. Obviously, you and I grew up a time where Facebook and MySpace was very prominent. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, was I on that stalking his MSN. And I'm talking about one boy in particular. He was probably my first he was my first boyfriend. I was 12, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, the feelings were fucking strong. I remember <laughs> I remember looking at myself in the mirror because I had like my wardrobe had mirror doors. I remember looking at myself in the mirror and being like, I love this book. Hey, everyone. What is holding you back from achieving your fitness and nutrition goals? Is it time, stress, confidence, lack of motivation, or maybe you're just sick of dieting? Do you feel defeated and discouraged because you're not where you want to be with your nutrition and fitness? If you're done being frustrated and discouraged with your lack of success, check out the Power of Progress podcast, where we talk about how to change your fitness and nutrition using the principles of mindset, motion, and momentum. We take a deep dive dive into what makes you tick and how to overcome all of your obstacles, physical and mental. Our goal is to change your health from a chore to a lifestyle. Yeah. I love him. Like, I used to always look at myself in the mirror and talk. Yes, and say things to yourself, right? And be like, L? (laughs) Yeah. But I I would genuinely look and be like, like, we love him, don't we? We do. Like yes, you have like a yes, you talk back just, and forth. It's just a confirmation with yourself. Wow, are, are we doing this? Are we, do we really love this person? Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So for me at the time, I honestly thought that I love this kid. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out. Yeah, as things do. As things happen. So I basically would check his MSN every day to see if he was online mm-hmm. or to see if anyone was featured. Oh, yes. You know, that was a That was a, that was a big thing, yeah. Yeah, checking MySpace. Photos. I was just going to say the MySpace top friends be like, oh, no, did oh, I get ranked down with? friends. Yeah, oh. when you get kicked out of the top friends. Oh, my God, good times. <laughs> God damn it. So that, was, that really didn't help because he seemed fine. He seemed just fine. And that used to piss me off. <laughs> yeah. So what I used to do. <laughs> oh, my God. I used to – one of my favorite ways to – try and get over someone yeah not that i've done it many times to be honest after like being 12 13 i didn't have anything serious until i met my husband but still the heartbreak is there it doesn't make it any lesser yeah exactly I still had crushes on people and it never worked out and it was heartbreaks there but my favorite way to get over people is to cry in bed <laughs> yeah under the doona this is very specific under the doona Mm-hmm. listening to Seven Things by Miley Cyrus. Oh, 
That that was a time. I feel that like- was a time. Because she's like, the seven things I hate about you. And then she's just mentioned all these things, but she's yelling it. Yeah. And it goes through all the stages of grief that we were talking about. Like, Yes, but at the end, she's like, the seven things I hate the most that you do. You made me love love you. you. Oh, that line used to get me so bad. I'd be crying my eyeballs out. Oh. So true. Oh. I used to feel the same about um, 10 Things I Hate About You listening to that poem that she sung. And I'm like, oh, because same vibe. Not like, anything at all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's so true because you, you just sometimes just need a song to just cry it all out to. I had a similar song. I used to sing to um, I'm All Out of Love by Air Supply. Oh, my God. I'm all out of love. I'm, I'm so lost without you. Yep. So when I was – this is when I was an adult, though. Um, so <laughs> – um i remember being particularly heartbroken in my early adulthood i was like in uni and i remember taking the train to uni and just listening to that one song on repeat the whole way on the train i got to uni didn't even go to my classes by the way my uni was a two-hour train right away i don't know how you did that yeah i don't know how i did either (laughs) went to uni didn't go to my classes sat in front of the library at uni and just played that song and sung out loud. I didn't even care who saw me. I was singing. <laughs> it was, I was so heartbroken that I was yeah. like, you know what? Like, this is just it. This is life. I'm just going to be sad. But I let my feeling feel, I, I let myself feel my feels and I didn't care about anyone else around me knowing I was upset. Yes, that's definitely something you've got to do. You've got to feel your feelings. Get them out. Mm. Listen to the songs that hurt. Watch yeah. the movies that hurt. Oh, yeah. Dude, I watched Serendipity and I fucking bore my eyes out. Serendipity. Watch it. If you guys haven't watched it and you guys believe in fate and destiny. Oh, it's Mm. such a good movie. I really, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Mm. That's a great movie. Good love, like a romance movie that just like hits you. Hits you. 500 Days of Summer. Oh, I remember I got friend zoned by someone. Why (laughs) do I always keep, why does that keep coming up? (laughs) <laughs> um, I got friend zoned by someone, and what I did to get over it was watch Five Hundred Days of Summer because he ultimately doesn't get friend zoned, but because they did have a romantic thing at one point. But yeah, he was friend zoned. Mm, that was a good movie. That's a great movie. That was a great, great movie. Great movie. Great actress and actor. Oh, actor, actor, yeah, so a fabulous actor. When it comes to other things that I did that were not so helpful, yep, feeling like you had to reach back out to them and i know this happens yeah. for a lot of my clients as well like they want to they feel like they need to reach back out to the partner because that's all they know that is so true yeah like how do you it's like an addiction it's it like withdrawal symptoms a hundred perfectly explained that's yeah. exactly what i was about to say it is a withdrawal like process because you've seen this person every single day let's say you were in a relationship where you were living with this person or you had been together for years at this point yeah you've broken up you've gone your separate ways it is only normal and natural for you to feel the instinct to reach out to them. Yeah. To try and get closure from them or to try and connect with them again because you don't know anything else and you're literally weaning off of them. Yeah. And that's why you'll watch so many YouTube videos. You'll, there's so many videos out there that are how to deal with a heartbreak, how yeah. to do this. And all of them are like, cut the person off, block them, delete. Well, for me, I don't think that you need to go to that level, but I think that you need to get to a point where you understand that you ask yourself, like, if I'm going to try reach back out to this ex or if I'm trying to to try and gain something from a conversation with them, what am I trying to actually gain? 
Yes. What information am I actually wanting to receive and get from them? And anytime I've like searched for closure in a broken relationship or, or like a crush situation, a lot of the times when I have received the closure I asked for, mm. the second they gave me the closure, I was like, oh, that's not enough. I need more closure. Right. I need more closure. And it doesn't matter. I, I, and I feel like a lot of um, people listening can probably relate to that where you've asked, you, you're heartbroken. You want to get closure from the person that's hurt you or left you. And the moment you ask them to kind of explain like, okay, give me the closure I need. And they do actually answer that question. They give you that closure. Then you're like, oh, that's still not enough. Mm. And you're still trying to look for closure in another way or in another way. But really that closure is within yourself. Mm. You need to give yourself that closure. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's one thing that a lot of people struggle with. That's why it gets so prolonged. It's because you're waiting for someone else to give you the closure that you actually ultimately have to give yourself. Yeah. It's yeah. all within yourself. It always is, yeah. It always is. You really got to search deep down and you'll find it eventually. Time oh, yeah. heals. Time, Time heals. heals. All wounds. All or at least wounds. it helps you understand things so that you can heal them. I feel like a good breakup song that can relate to a lot of different breakups, not all, mm-hmm. but a lot, is Frozen by Madonna. Ooh. That's the kind of breakup where you found that your partner never truly lets you in. Mm-hmm. And you so break common. up because maybe there's a lack of communication. You're not on the same page. Maybe that person is unwilling to actually be on the same page as you. Yeah. If that's your situation, this song is for you because the lyrics are frighteningly relatable in that sense. It's, if I could melt your heart, we'd never be apart. Because mm. that person is not letting you into their heart. And she also says, you only see what your eyes want to see. And then she goes on to say, you're frozen when your heart's not open. It's one of those songs that if it suits your situation, you're like, yes, why? Yeah. Why? It's asking that question, why? Why can't you have just been cooperative with me and worked? Because, and another line in the song is, if I could melt your heart, we'd never be apart. So if you could have only reached out to that person and they accepted you, everything would have actually worked. Yeah. And it's a really depressing situation because it's like what you said before, you're mourning that life that you could have had. Exactly. The life that you imagine. Like imagine thinking about children and a family and marriage with this person and then you're mourning that life that ultimately never happened but it felt so real because you you knew that that could have been possible. Yeah. Possible. Possible. There could have been a possibility. But it's not even – in that grand sense, it's also, let's little it down a bit. Even yeah. if you're in high school and you pictured going to your formal or your valedictorian yeah. with this person. That's like, so true. That sucks. At that time of your life, that's all you care about and it fucking sucks. Yeah, exactly. It does suck. <laughs> yeah. You just start picturing like, when I think of valedictory, I imagine like this Gossip Girl episode where they go to like, they, they pick partners for like their ball or whatever they go to, right, like yeah. some debutante. Like, like yeah. our Deb. Yeah. yeah. And when you're in high school and you're watching Gossip Girl all the time, you're like, ah, oh, yes, that's so important to you. Because yes. like the main, that's like your tiny little version of marriage in that time. Yeah, of course. Another song that I listened to religiously when I was struggling with heartache yeah. was Break Even by the script, which every song by the script I wanted to put Man That Can't Be Moved, but I'm going to save that for another episode one day. But yep. Break Even. I was supposed to do when the best part of me was always you. And... Oh. oh. And it's like, it's talking so about the juxtaposition between like 
one person in that relationship is going on, living their life, moving on, is seemingly fine. Mm. And then the other person is like, which is you listening to the song, is like, shit, like I'm still grieving. I'm still upset. I'm still bleeding right now. Mm. And it seems like, why is this unfair? Like, why is it not even? Why are you not feeling the same way I'm feeling? Yeah. And I feel like in a lot of situations, even if that person is feeling the same way, they might be showing it differently. Mm. But it does tend to feel like in those moments where you are hurting that you are the only one in that relationship hurting. Yeah, that is a shitty feeling. Oh, yeah. This is why I mentioned before that the stalking does not help. No, it does not. No one puts, I'm going to say 95% of people don't put their negative moments in their life on social media. You only put the highlights. So that person that you are stalking essentially is only going to put happy photos. So you're looking at them thinking, oh, my God, they've moved on. They're doing all good. They're fine. But And why am I the only one that's still hurting here? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, great song. If you're someone going through a breakup right song. now, listen to that song. It is. Mm. It just makes you feel like any. If you really need to cry, good song to cry. Well, oh, that's a good one to go on the Yaduna and just. Yeah. Cry. Another tip I wouldn't mind bringing up is be careful with who you talk about mm-hmm. your relationship or your grieving process with. Yep. A lot of people will try and reach out for advice from a friend or a family member, but ultimately, sometimes that can end up hindering and making the process a lot harder Mm -hmm. how many of you guys have listened to someone talk about their breakup with a partner and then you as a friend have given your advice you've given Mm -hmm. your two cents because you you feel for this person and then they get back together a week later and you're like oh okay yeah it's really awkward it's uncomfortable being the person that's broken up and the person that's like just listening to the conversation yeah and the thing is your friend is always going to be there no matter what they're going to be on your side no matter what but sometimes having that situation when you don't really know what, if you're not taking the time to listen to what you want and what you need and you're listening and getting advice from friends that are being like, no, you're worth, like, get out there, go st- date someone else, get under someone yeah. else. Instead, instead of you actually dealing with what your current situation is, you're the only person that's in that relationship. You're mm. the only person that sees your partner in the way that you do. Mm. And your friends ultimately are only going to know and family are only going to know what they see from the outside perspective and from what you've told them. Mm. So you've really got to be careful with who you speak to about and you try to seek advice from. Personally, if you are struggling, you need someone to give you that extra bit of support, speak to a professional about it because whether it be a couples counselor or just a, a psychologist or a therapist of any sort, I speak to people about it. It doesn't really matter who you speak to. As long as you speak to someone where you know that you're going to just get back what you actually want and someone that's going to help you discover further into what you truly want and, and clarity around that. Well, that's yeah, that's right. You want a non-biased opinion. Exactly, non-biased so, opinion. when you're talking to a family member, and trust me, it's with all good intentions. Yeah, 100%. Coming from yeah. the family or friends, but they are going to put their emotions in it because they care about you. Exactly. There are some great people out there that are able to take their biased opinion out of it and say, you know what, you actually fucked up there. Like, exactly, you need to go yeah. fix that. But that's not always the case. A lot of the times people are going to side with you and be like, how dare they and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then the hard part is, is that you've learned what they truly think about the person that you're with as well. Yeah. And then there is that awkwardness once you get back together. Oh, crap. What does that person think towards them now? There, are they going to act funny towards my partner now? It's 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 just a really complicated situation that can can be avoided. Yeah, and most of the time as well, like when you're talking to a friend, for example, if it's a biased piece of advice, likely it's 
a way that they would cope with something in their situation. Yeah. It might be an expectation they would have of their partner. Your expectations of your partner don't have to generally match the expectations of your friends and their partners. Yeah. So if your friend is someone where their partner, they expect their partner to tick this, this, and this box, and your partner doesn't tick those boxes for your friend, that doesn't mean they don't tick different boxes for you. Yeah, that's So oh, that's don't ever true. go to a friend to figure out what you like. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh, that's a that's a great way of putting it. Yeah, that is a really good. And way what of you it. need, because what's valuable to you in a relationship is not going to be the exact same thing to what your best friend even finds value in a relationship. Yeah. With saying all this, like how we said before, time heals all. Mm-hmm. Things get better. You will start to feel better, and you will start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. A Definitely. great song to pair with that is "I Will Survive." Oh yes, what I song? will survive. Yeah. You need to put that song on blast, jump around and sing it out loud because it's bloody true. You will survive. You will get through this. It is hard to see in your most down moment, but you will survive at the end of the day. Oh, definitely. You can handle any emotion that's thrown at you. And that's why it's so important to feel the emotion so it can pass through you. Yeah, that's right. And then while you're wanting it to release it from your body, dancing to any song is right up there with one of the best things you can do to release a feeling. 100%. Dancing in general. It's just fun. It is so much fun. We highly recommend dancing to Dance With Myself by Billy Idol. Oh, please do. Please do. It's my go-to song whenever I need just to remind myself, like, you know what? I don't need nobody else. Yes, you can dance on your own, girl. You need you and your reflection in the mirror. Exactly. Another song I wanted to mention quickly as well that Mm. is sort of on the same topic as that. Not so much a song you should dance to, but a song that just is going to help you go through all the stages and to find yourself again at the end of it is Out of Reach by Gabrielle. Out of reach, so far. The song... That's a great song. Oh, it is fantastic. So the song itself is basically talking about a breakup talking about how similar to frozen how it's a song about someone's out of reach they're not really they never really gave their heart to you yeah um and you question you ask yourself like was i ever truly loved by you is one of the lyrics which is i think something that we all like that inner critique always comes in when you break up with someone you start to question like was it me did i do something wrong did they ever actually love me did they think this did they think that and this song really, really sits well with me and the lyrics particularly are so, so beautiful because they're talking about how like maybe we were never meant to be. Maybe I never had your heart to begin with. We weren't actually meant to be, but I'm going to be okay. I know I'm going to be all right. And at the end, it actually comes full circle and it says the last lyrics are, there's a life still out there for me. Because you know that at the end of the day, though you're you're grieving through this pain and that the breakup has been hard on you or that heartbreak of any sort has been difficult to get through you know that there's still hope out there there's still hope there's still a light at the end of the tunnel like you said before and you you can create another life for yourself it does not have to be the life you were set on maybe the month earlier or the year earlier or the week or day earlier that's the biggest thing is to have hope have hope that either you do find your person that you want to find if that is your goal, that you will find that person and you will have the family that you wanted or have hope that you will rebuild your life and make it to what you want to have, yeah. what you want to be. You exactly. will get there. 
Exactly. And that doesn't mean that you need to, like I'll just say, you don't need to have a relationship or a family to be able to be happy in that way. Finding it within yourself is the most important thing first before entering any relationship. Something I did want to add as well is that put yourself out there, start learning about new things about yourself. If you were in a relationship where you were really dependent on the other person in your relationship, you usually leaned on them or they leaned on you. Start doing things for you. Start remembering your worth. Start remembering how to take care of yourself and how to be your own best friend again and date yourself. Mm. I remember I was going through a heartbreak a while ago and I was still quite young. It wasn't a a serious relationship. It was just something where I, I was feeling really, really down about. And I picked up a ukulele and I started to teach myself how to play. And I remember through the process of teaching myself something, through the process of getting a hobby and really developing a passion for something and dedicating time to something just for me really reminded me like oh shit I'm smart Mm. it really reminded me that like wow I can learn something on my own Mm. I am capable of doing something else for myself it reminded me that I am worthy like I am strong I am confident I can do this and Though the first few times I started playing that ukulele in my bed, I was literally crying while playing, like, (laughs) under my sheets. Like, you were saying, I'd, like, literally sit as if I had a little tent under my bed and play the ukulele. And then slowly over time, it turned into me on the top of my bed playing the ukulele. Then it turned to me, like, dancing around my room playing the ukulele to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm doing this for me. Originally, I started this because I just needed something to do to get my mind off things. And now it's just something I love to do and something I'm passionate about learning. And it reminds you of who you are and what what you love. And if you're going to enter a future relationship, go into it knowing like the lessons you've learned from your past relationship or your past situation and go into it with the knowledge of what you enjoy, what you're looking for, what you like and what you want to live your life doing. Yeah. And if that partner falls in line with that, that's awesome. If they don't, that's the best. It doesn't matter either. No, I really love that, Elle. And there definitely is hope like what we were saying before i remember when i was younger thinking is this ever actually going to really happen for me Mm. i I don't know and i honestly doubted it and it might sound ridiculous because i was pretty young yeah but doubts like that come in very early in life oh it's unfortunately but it does yeah and you're not you're also a little bit naive when you're a teenager slash early adult because can't realize that you do have a whole life ahead of you of relationships of this and that but I really questioned is this actually ever going to happen for me and then I found that the moment that I actually said that to someone Mm. in walked in my husband yeah so it will happen for you it happens you may have those doubts but it will happen one day and you will find your true person and that's okay but and also be comfortable with the fact that if it doesn't happen, you're still going to have a great life because you love yourself and you keep yourself good company. Exactly. Mm. I genuinely believe that. I believe that, like, for me personally, I loved being on my own. Mm -hmm. And when I look at, like, one of my friends broke up with her partner a few years back and I remember saying to her, like, you don't understand the value you have in being single right now and being able to to do anything you want right now. You can, like, take the world by storm in your own way right now. You have so much. And you can do that in a relationship as well, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But there's always an opportunity in a downfall. So look for that opportunity. If you not being with your partner now means that you can go move out on your own and you can live a life that you 
thought you might not have been able to live when you were with them, go do that. If there's something that you want to do, go live that. If you want to quit your job and start a new whole career, do that. Do it. Do it. Do something Woo. that's just for you. Yo, 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 yo. Chicka, chicka. <laughs> <laughs> I think that wraps up most of our chat today, Elle. It wraps it up indeed, Elle, with a little bow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. We want to say a massive thank you for joining us today and for listening to us ramble about breakups. We really hope you learned something, took it in, especially if you are going through something like that or even if you had gone something in the past, something that maybe might have made you feel better today. Oh, definitely. Just remember to feel whatever you need to feel. Yeah. Don't critique don't yourself. Don't Yeah, don't stalk. Don't critique yourself. Yep. It is completely okay to feel however you're feeling. Yep, it's okay to not be okay. Yeah, definitely is okay not to be okay and don't feel like you have to be in any particular time frame to get over this nope it will come when it's supposed to come and if you feel like you're at a point where it is consuming you and you're you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel reach out to me i'm more than happy to talk talk you through it it is my job that's right it is Um, his job she's quite good at it my ad thank you but yeah reach out to me um i'm at emt coaching on instagram but all my details will be down below perfect Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We really hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to follow us on the app you you have chosen to listen to us and our social medias too. We post quite a few stuff on there. It's quite good. Yes. Leave everything in the description down below. Please do. We also have a playlist with all of our songs we mentioned throughout the podcast. So that will also be linked down below. great songs on there. Yeah. I also want to mention that I do have another podcast. It is about movies and it's called Three Tickets 2. If you haven't noticed, I also have a movie obsession and I like to talk about it. So I will link that in the description below if that's something that you're into. Have a look. Have a look-see. But until next time, guys, have a lovely day, night, evening, whatever you're listening to us in, wherever you are. And we will speak to you again Thursday next week. Yes. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Goodbye.